Hello, everyone, and welcome to another preview here on the Cycling Day and Extra channel or on the Cycling Day and podcast, if you're listening there. Today, we are looking at the World's Time Trial Championships. And as always, I'm joined by Mr. Krog himself, Ewan Wilson. And I mean, Ewan, last year, we had the surprise winner of Tobias Foss. And yeah, how did you think of last year's podium edition, etc.? It was a, a super unique time trial with uh, with the hills involved as well, and then the wide open result, which resulted in Tobias Foss of Norway getting the rainbow jersey. We haven't seen that much of the of the rainbow jersey this year in time trials. Tobias Foss has uh, he had COVID, so missed out at the Giro, and I don't feel like he's had the chance to really sort of show off the the jersey in racing over the past. I mean. 10, 11 months, given that this is an early World Championships in August this year. But this year, it's going to give the more pure time trialists a better chance. Yeah, you have a good point there. Missing out the Tour of Denmark to show it off that if, if he was going to go there. But uh, yeah, I mean, nevertheless, Ewan, it is in Glasgow. Well, it's not in Glasgow, this one. What does the course look like for the riders? Well, it's not in Glasgow, but it is still in Scotland. It begins and ends in the city of Stirling, known for its castle with its unique tower. The route in total is 47.8 kilometers long with 352 meters of elevation gain. There are a couple hills on this sort of circuit that looks a little bit like a snail you could say there's one ramp that is 800 meters long at three percent not too difficult but it could definitely uh test the legs and then there's another climb that's 400 meters at five percent however the final climb of the day the climb up to sterling castle itself is on cobblestones well, city center kind of pave it's 800 meters long and that's an average gradient of five percent it's going to be a, a difficult test this is a, definitely a more, more pure time trialing route to last year there's a number of sort of long straight uh, sections of open road where the riders will be able to completely rip into it and get the power out of their legs uh, as they make their way around this course roughly maybe 50 minutes 55 minute long uh, effort in the, this time trial it should be very interesting Nevertheless, Ewan, uh, we might as well. We we could start with the Norwegian team. Obviously, they're bringing Tobias Voss, Eva Knorten, a second place in their national championships, and Søren Vanschild, their uh, current world, uh, national champion. But rather than that, because as we said, he's not had the greatest of years, Tobias Voss will start with the Italian team because Ghana, obviously, a two-time champion, winning the individual pursuit recently as well in emphatic fashion lost against the Danish team in the team pursuit. I had to get that in there, revenge. But uh, yeah, Filippo Ghana, you and obviously they've also got Matteo Catania as well. You're a big fan. But Ghana this year, how do you think his chances are of getting a third jersey? Well, this year, I would say it's been Pippo Ghana's weakest year uh, since the, the COVID break in 2020 and 21. Of course, he won the World Championships. And in 2022, he he had some pretty impressive time trial victories uh, throughout the calendar, missed the mark at the World Championships, but he was definitely looking sort of more convincing. This year, not quite seeing the sort of the same old Pippo Ganna. I mean, at least on, on the time trial, his, his road racing abilities definitely improved this year. But in the time trials, we, we've missed out. In Walter Algarve, he came third behind Stefan Kung, who won that race. Tirano, he, he took the win on the opening stage, but it wasn't the most competitive time trialing lineup. Then coming into the GDR, he was sort of wiped on the floor by Remco Avenepoel, even on the flat section that really should have suited Pippo Ganna. Remco Avenepoel was going quicker than him. Later into the season, yes, he, he returned as the Italian champion in June, which is the title that he's held in the past. You would think he should be able to win that one, as he has. Uh, and then he won in Wallonia the other week. 
in that time trial around the city of Mons, but it wasn't by a convincing margin, only eight seconds to Josh Tarling, his almost teenage teammate over at Ineos Grenadiers. It hasn't quite been as sort of as strong in terms of the evidence to say that Pippo Gana will be the outstanding favorites to win the rainbow jersey here in Sterling on Friday, but he is still Pippo Gana. We know he, he can rise to the occasion. He did it at the World Championships in the past, particularly in 2021, where I feel like the momentum was in sort of Wild Van Aert and other riders' courts. He definitely rose to the occasion and he took that World Championship title. I'm a little bit worried in terms of uh, the track focus in this very unique World Championship setup where we have the track racing happening in the same week as the road racing. He skipped out both the mixed relay event and the road race in order to, to, to ride the track. But the same kind of thing happened back at the Olympic Games in 2021 in Tokyo where he did the track and the road at the same time and his time trial performance just wasn't up to sort of top Pippo Ganna standards. And I'm worried that same thing is going to happen here because he's succeeding on the track. He's definitely looking good there. Maybe his road sort of competence has to be uh, has to be sacrificed uh, in this time trialing event. Elsewhere in Italy, I, as you mentioned, Mattia Catania, I think he's got a really good shot at making a top five. He recently won a time trial in the Tour of Poland, and he is a reliable time trial engine with these couple of hills on the profile as well. He definitely could rise to the occasion. And sometimes at the World Championships, we do get a bit of a surprise podium contender. Mattia Catania, I think, really slots into that position. Could be a sparse case on point there. But uh, yeah, it's quite, it is interesting with, with the events being so close and how changing from the track to the road how that will actually affect Ghana I think is Ghana the only one I think out of this TT field can you think of anyone else who I, I think he's the only one because we would have thought Dan Bigham but he's not here the British team Josh Tarling and Garen Thomas Ewan we can touch on them as well Josh Tarling obviously trying to replicate or better the feat maybe to uh Remco Vinopal by winning the Junior World Championships and then going on to podium on the senior the very next year. Yes, I'm just going to say Derek G of Canada did race on the track and now he's racing. Ah, did he? Oh, the, well, he did that. the road race and now he's doing the, the TT. So that is one rider who has done both. If there are more, please let us know in the comment section down below. But for, for the United Kingdom's team or Great Britain's team, um, it's it's looking good. I just don't think Garrett Thomas has it on sort of a one-day race TT. In the past, yeah, he, he's got medals in like the Commonwealth Games, but Commonwealth Games is not the same as, as, as a World Championships and Olympic Games and so forth, um, for instance. So I'm, I'm just not really on board Garrett Thomas finishing on the podium. Josh Tarling could also, yeah, definitely be a surprise. He was only eight seconds behind Pippo Ghana in a 32-kilometer long time trial in the Tour of Wallonia. So, yeah, Tarling is also one of these guys who might be able to just jump on the podium without sort of a huge amount of expectation on his shoulders and definitely deliver. But he is still young. He's got so many years uh, to, to develop. He could even race the under-23s if he wanted to. Yeah, he famously surpassed the 23s in the national championships because he think he thought it wasn't fair on the other guys considering how much help he had uh, and support with Ignos Grandes. So fair play to that. But yeah, we'll see if they can do anything. Uh, moving on, uh, the team we probably should have started with, to be honest, uh, Belgium, Ewan. They've had uh, Remco Venepo and Wout Van Aert are no strangers to the podium. None of them have won the title, but they've come very close. 
in the past, both of them. What Art not winning any time trials this year. Remco Venepol, we know, as you said, dominated the Giro, but yeah, how, well, you've talked about Remco Venable's chances quite a few times. Well, I just think Remco, he, he's just got this super, super powerful full TT on the flatland. And when it goes uphill, we saw that at the Giro with that sort of monster TT on the opening stage. We were all sort of, we had our jaws on the floor. It was it was incredible the way he put time into the likes of Pippo Ghana on the flatland, then continued it on onto that final climb that we had on that day. We have a final climb on this stage as well, and you would think it, it, th- this could really suit Remco Avenepoel. Um, He's also been focusing on this as well, hasn't had that split focus of the track. He looked a little bit blunt on the road race um, at the weekend, but maybe it wasn't quite as favorable of a route to Remco as we, we might have assumed beforehand. And I mean, 47 kilometers against the clock definitely, definitely w- would suit him. The only thing is that the Tour de Suisse time trial the other month I don't think it was quite as emphatic of a Remco Avenepoel performance as I was expecting. That's his sort of most recent time trial, but this is still Remco Avenepoel. Third place last year as well, uh, only nine seconds off of the TT crown. He's also, yeah, I mean, he's he's got podiums in, in the in the European Championship and the World Championship. Definitely trends can, can point towards him doing the same here. It, it would be no surprise to see Remco Avenepoel on the podium. Looking towards Marvin Ar- as well no surprise to see him on the podium a number of silver medals but never the gold while Vanart has never won an international time trialing event in terms of a European championship a world championship nor an Olympic Games is that going to change now I don't think so I think a second and third place is definitely plausible for Wal van Aert. Seeing him outside the top five, I think, would be a disappointment. The route suits him, but do I believe he's just got that extra edge to out to outdo Remco Avenepoel and Pippo Ganna, maybe even Stefan Kung and so forth. I just don't think so. Stefan Kung and Bissinger, you're in. This is about quite a dynamic duo. They're both doing the mixed relay. And uh, yeah, they both tasted success in that event last year. But how do you see their chances here? And bear in mind, yeah, the time trial you're referring to, the Tour de Suisse. Juan Ayuso won that, but he's not here, which is really annoying. Didn't fancy the trek. Yeah, well, a lot of... Um... The Vuelta favourites are missing out on this, on, on the World Championships, to focus on the Vuelta uh, instead. But for Kung and Bissiger, these are two guys who've won European titles in the past. Kung, I mean, that has been his his little project, really. I really want to see Stefan Kung win this, but he's come so close in the past and has just missed it. Last year, three seconds off. Even like Grand Tour time trials, just being so close. That time trial in Laval a couple of years back, the Pogacar one, like that felt like it was going to be Kung's chance and it just didn't happen. So for that reason, I just don't think Kung's going to get it. His form looked really good. Fifth place in the road race. I think he's going to ride, ride a good race day in the mix team relay as he did last year. Uh, for for Switzerland, so the the signs are definitely there that Stefan Kung can can step up. He won that very competitive Volta Algarve time trial at the beginning of the year. Wasn't really there during during the Tour de France that time trial that we had in Combleu. I don't think we saw the best of Stefan Kung, but it was also hilly, borderline mountainous time trial on that stage. So definitely Switzerland have have a good chance. And Stefan Bissig is the kind of guy who can just like pull out a, like a big level result without much expectation. Like when he won that Paris time trial back in 2021, when he won the UAE time trial as well in the past, also the European Championships last year, we didn't think Bissiger was going to be the top dog there after what was disappointing Tour de France, but he rose to the occasion and got the the title. Maybe Bissiger could finish on the podium here. 
he's been quite quiet recently. Yeah, that's true. Well, we'd love to see it, to be honest. Uh, they've had a few years without winning the World Championships because Cantalara is no longer here. I mean, Ewan, now I think we it's more the outsider category that we're looking at. We think that's where the win's going to come from. Last year, obviously, we didn't predict the correct winner. Macho Van der Poel starting for the Netherlands. I'm kidding, he's not. I would want him to. But Tata Bogaccia, Brenda McNulty, Joao Almeida, all these UAE Team Emirates guys, there's quite a collection of them. Do you think that's where we're looking towards? Miguel Biao even uh, for Denmark? Kaspaskan's there as well. Obviously, he's not UAE, but yeah, Remy Well, well, Remy Cavanya. Well, okay, okay, <laughs> guys, we're gonna lose five minutes now. Okay, first of all, Pogacar, another five minutes lost here. But we also don't know if he's gonna be doing the time trial. It's not confirmed. Also, I saw this picture online of him at an airport. I don't know whether he was going home or whether whether the picture was from a couple of days back. But it was like reposted by the official like social media for the worlds so who knows slovenia have not confirmed their their tt lineup regardless pogacar doesn't really perform well in these one day time trial events like these like these international time trial courses we've seen in the past just doesn't quite happen it's fine it happens to people elsewhere i mean mcnulty definitely the kind of guy who could just like pull a result out of nowhere and like end up in top five. We've seen it with, with McNulty. He's like so hot and cold, but when he's hot, he's hot. And uh, he's now the American champion. Definitely has that pedigree and like a, a one day time trial. Looked really good in the Giro TTs as well. So maybe McNulty is someone who you should be looking out for. Elsewhere, maybe even like Leonard Kemno, Germany could really sort of pull a top 10 as well. Not great in, in, in the later Giro time trial, but the opening TT and also the TT in Trinidad Adriatico looked really, really good for Kemna. It's like he's really found his time trialing legs of old. He was under 23 or junior champion in that discipline, let's not forget. And I mean, Denmark as well with uh, Asgrain and Biel, two strong options. Just don't know if it's going to hit the podium, to be honest. Asgrain hasn't been looking great over the past 12 months, but he also did win a Tour de France stage. So could be able to sort of rise to the occasion. France, I mean, Remy Cavagna, I know know you joked. There we go. But... Didn't he win the 2021 World Championships? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> okay, so Cavagna had a good TT in the final week of the Tour de France. And if you want some sort of comparisons, the, the French Championships this year in Cassel had a very similar route of like undulating roads, very straightforward, and a cobble climb at the end. And Remy Cavagna obliterated the field, which includes his teammate of Bruno Amirai. So Renko and Ghana? Okay, yeah, no. Um, but but I think um definitely that's like one sort of sign of yeah, Cavagna could could be up there, but at the same time, Remy Cavagna has only podiumed one international time trialing event at the European Championships in the COVID 2020 season. So maybe don't expect Cavagna to be on the podium here. Don't put any money on it, please. I don't Imagine. I don't want to be responsible for your for your financial losses. Imagine if he wins. I mean, I feel, feel like I should put money on Macho Van der Poel. I wonder what the odds were there. But um, yeah, Kaspar Eskrank, yeah, as you said, tour stage, also winning the national time trial championships, but the caveat being there that Skidmore also had a mechanical, so he lost time. But also, he, he does well. He's been on the podium before uh, European championships as well. Yeah. But I'm I'm looking towards as well Jay Vine, who's like flown up to Scotland purely for this TT. Didn't do the road race, 
and he's a good time trialist. Really improved his time trialing over the past 12 months. Could be a bit of a shock, but also not hugely surprising given that upward trajectory he's having recently. Yeah, the national championships, I think, was a huge shock to some respect. First day, new team wins, bang, done. On to the next one. But yeah, we might as well go to predictions now, Ewan. And uh, I don't think we have a great record in the time trial predictions. Yeah. So uh, who who are you putting? Who are you gonna destroy their race in this year? <laughs> Sorry, Romy Cavagna. That was from two thousand twenty-one. That was actually two thousand twenty. Ah, same thing. <laughs> um. Okay. I feel then we're gonna have a shock. I don't think Pippo Gana is gonna win. Is that a shock though? I don't know. I feel like uh, he's not. He hasn't been as dominant this year as like he has yeah, been. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, I think Pippo Gana is gonna finish. Third, I think second place is going to go to Wout. Rumi Cavagna? No. And the win's going to go to... I don't know. I, I really want Kung, but I don't... I just Based off historical trends. I'm just going to say Remco. I know Remco hype. Yada, yada, yada. But I'm buying into it on this one. I just think he's a really good time trialist. And this route... Yeah. He, 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 can, he can seal the deal here. Fair enough. I mean... I will not take the prediction serious once again. Well, I mean, third, Stefan Kuhn. Second. Um, hmm. Back my boy, Mattia Catania. No. <laughs> you had your chance, Ewan. Yeah, true. Um, do I think Josh Tarling is going to do it? Uh, Ghana second and Walt Van wins. I'm backing Wout. You, I just love it if Macho had one and the other one was at Wout Bernard's door. Who do you think is going to be the shock top 10? A rider who's, because we, we talked about the shocks, a rider you don't expect in the top 10 last year, obviously, to be as possible. But who do you think is going to be in this year? Mattia Catania. Okay. <laughs> is, that, is that a shock? Uh, has he been top 10 before? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think he usually gets picked for Italy because they have like Sobrero and so forth. Oh, yeah, true. So, yeah, that's a good point. Right. My shock is going to be... Is Josh Tarling a shock? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. I'll go with Josh Tarling. Anyways, that's it for our preview show here of the World Time Trials Championships. And let us know down below who you think is going to win. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel here, and join us on the live stream as well on Friday. Strange day, but it is what it is. So thank you very much for listening and watching, and we will see you around.